Light that spark fire nation, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1699 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. And if you want to knock over that domino and start your chain reaction of awesome, visit thefreedomjournal.com. P.S. Podcast listeners, use promo code PODCAST for a nice little discount. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Jeff Alpaw. Jeff, are you prepared to ignite? JLD, you better believe I'm jacked up, I'm excited, and I'm ready to ignite. (laughs) Jeff joined the Army back in 2008. And in 2016, Jeff got in the lab and started working out the formula for the baddest, most dominant, dangerous clothing company in the history of the planet. His company is called Jeff Alpa Custom. He makes custom formal clothing for men and women, and he's famous for making the world's most dangerous dress shirts. He believes you, Fire Nation, should be dangerous. Jeff, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. No, JLD, uh, I mean, you absolutely nailed it there. What I do is I'm I'm very passionate about dress shirts, and I know that that might seem a little crazy to some folks, but... <laughs> You got to be a little crazy to do what we do, I believe, anyhow, just like you're totally passionate about podcasts. Yeah. And, and I think that every man should wear dress shirts that are completely custom in both fit and design. And I believe every woman should be wearing things that are, even, that are dangerous in custom and design as well. And what that means is, you know, if you go to our website, you'll see a lot of shirts. You, you know, a lot of people are probably sitting around thinking, what is a dangerous dress shirt? You go to the website and you'll know. And, uh, You'll see a lot of different fabrics and a lot of craziness and sometimes a lot of people. And what we do is we offer hundreds of fabrics and you can mix and match them however you want so that you can have like a pink on the front. It's black on the back. It's red on the left arm. Do you know what I mean? Just totally crazy buttons, however you like it. And uh, and we do everything custom. Uh, take 19 measurements for a male and, and 23 measurements for a female to make sure that it fits perfectly. Wow. Yeah, it fits the foundation. I need some of these dangerous shirts. And by the way, your last name is not super easy to spell. So a quick little hint for you, Fire Nation. I just did this and it worked. So Google the world's most dangerous dress shirts. And Jeff, you're the first result. Booyah. Well, I've been, wor- I've been working hard on that. We got, it. we got a few positive Google <laughs> reviews. I think folks will notice that. Love it all. Love it all. And these shirts are amazing. I want to be wearing them now. They're actually perfect for Puerto Rico because, you know, we do these kind of like barbecues and full moon parties. And I mean, come on, we're in the Caribbean. We need to get a little crazy, a little dangerous. So I love the style, love the brand. And Jeff, what would you say within all of this, you are an expert in? What is your area of expertise? I'm glad you asked that question, JLD. The one thing that I believe that I do better than anyone else on this planet is choosing and designing clothes for people that they will like, but even better than clothes they choose for themselves and that will transform them to become their best selves. And when I do hook you up with some dangerous dress yes. shirts, and you're wearing something like, like I, I today I'm wearing a shirt that I could see JLD wearing because oh, I, I want to be, too. you know what I mean? I want to be, you know, ready. And that's why I have this shirt that's pink in the body, blue in the arms, white collar, white cuff. That sounds like a shirt that's prepared to ignite, if I've ever. Oh, heard it one. is prepared to ignite. <laughs> in Puerto Rico, it'd be people would be getting you. You know, you have a lot of people being like. JLD, where did you just get people this? running out to me with coconuts just being like, I just felt the need to give this to you. And I'm like, totally awesome. <laughs> Add, adding value just by showing them how, how dangerous and excited you are. 
And uh, so I believe that's that's sort of my my hidden talent. And I'd love to tell you the story because I know you are big on stories of of how I gain this power and 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 why I use it essentially. Okay, I want to hear the story, but first, just tell me something, and in essence, tell Fire Nation something that we don't know about dressing and clothes, et cetera, that you found that you think as entrepreneurs we need to know. And don't say something you know like oh you know sh- shirts make the man and the woman and stuff like that because we we know that. Tell us something we don't know. You know, we do a thing here where if you get four shirts, you get the fifth shirt for free. And, and not right now you think I'm about to give you a sales pitch, but I'm not. I need, you to hang, <laughs> I need you to hang on to the thought, JLD. All right. And the reason we do that is because there's a catch. Okay. So when JLD goes on the website and, and he orders his, his four shirts, he does get a fifth one for free. However, I get to choose that fifth one for you. Ooh. And the reason for that is because I always choose people's shirts that they like better than the shirts they choose for themselves. Interesting. And that is, that is a guarantee. And the, the reason for that is because, you know, most people and you where we all have this thing where when you think of yourself, you think of the present, you think of, you know, what, who your friends are, what your job is, how much money you make, how athletic you are and blah, 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 blah. And, and you can only see the present you, but I have measured so many people and spoken with so many people about wardrobe and about their lifestyles and, and what drives them that I can see who people have the potential to be mm. with the right clothing. And what I've noticed is, and yeah, I'm, I'm not going to give you a little one-liner, but I've noticed that if you meet an individual and you get them in the right clothing, they, they come back time and time again and they're like, Jeff, you know, I, 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 went, I went to this event and I got a date or I met my girlfriend or I had to give this presentation and you gave me this shirt that like I was getting a standing ovation or, you know, I got the job. If you give somebody the right clothing, they will feel totally comfortable being themselves. And I think, you know, one of the things that comes up in this podcast a lot is, is essentially limited psychology. And I think one of the reasons for that is people aren't dressed in a way that totally expresses themselves. And to me, that's the essence of being dangerous. So you know what I'm taking away from this? Please. That you need to pick out all five of my shirts. Screw the me choosing four and you picking the fifth. I think you just need to pick all five. You know why that makes me so happy? <laughs> is when you read, when you, you're going to go on Google, you're going to Google it again, and you're going to be like, wow, every single guy who's gotten a shirt here rated <laughs> five out of five, which is a fact. And the happiest people, let me choose all five. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm going to be one of those happy, happy people. Hey, you know, take the risk. Be dangerous. Let some guy pick five for you. I mean, this is all I do every day. I love it. Well, Jeff, you do have a story to tell us. Now, you did warn me that you have the gift for gab. So I'm going to, in turn, warn you, Fire Nation, that uh, Jeff might get going. So if I end up cutting him off, it's not awkward. It's just because I have to cut him off. But Jeff, take it away, man. Tell us your story. Yeah, yeah, JLD, don't confuse the folks. I'm not sure if I have the gift of gab. I, I'm definitely a chatty patty, though. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. All right. Uh, yeah, I want, I want to tell Fire Nation uh, the story of, of how I kind of got, um, I guess, where I am or inspired. So I, uh, I was 19 years old, and I was going to business school. And I was going to business school because I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And at the time, I didn't realize that going to business school actually didn't teach you how to be an entrepreneur. Um, I should have done more research, but <laughs> that's what I was doing. And for the first time, I was in a, what's called a co-op program. And for folks who don't know, um, it means you study at school one semester and then you work the other semester uh, in an appropriate job uh, matching sort of your field. So for me, that was the first time I ever had to get a white collar job. And a, a lot of folks listening uh, will think that because I do own the world's most dangerous custom clothing company, 
that I come from a very bourgeoisie family. Um, and this is passed down from generation to generation. Uh, but for me, unfortunately, that's not the case. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a great Gatsby where I had to make the whole thing up because like my father, for instance, he still wears running shoes with his suits. Like he's just completely lost in the sauce and, and that's where we're at. So I had to, I had to go to a, a white collar job interview for the very first time and, and I had to get a suit, which for me was very exciting because I'm a massive James Bond fan and always have been. And I was going to get a suit and I was going to look really cool. You know that feeling? You're like, man, like I'm getting a suit. Like how lucky am I? Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Like for for me, that was just so important and such a big thing. So we go to the store and I'm with my dad who's, you know, wearing his running shoes with his suit, just completely lost in the sauce. And I'm, and, and we're bopping in and this, this guy's like, okay, first suit, this is the suit for you. So I go to the change room, put it on, I come back out and I'm looking in the mirror and I want you to picture me just like trying to do my coolest James Bond looking in the the full length mirror. (laughs) And I'm, I'm looking at myself and I'm like, okay, I don't know what a suit's supposed to look like, but like, I, all I know is I do not look cool. You know, like, I, I don't know what's wrong, but I definitely don't look like James Bond. Okay. But this, this guy, he hard sells us into the suit. He's like, no, you got to understand this is the suit for you. So I'm like, like, we don't know anything or we don't know any better. So I'm like, okay, sounds good. So I, I got my suit and you know, I'm still feeling good about it because it's a new suit or whatever. And I, uh, I go to a bunch of job interviews. And what folks need to understand is that um, for, for us in my school that I was in, hiring a co-op student a very low-risk hire. It's like you work there for three months, you get paid lowest on the totem pole uh, if you get paid at all. And after three months, if they don't like you, you go back to school and they just never hire you again, right? It's not a, it's not a, a big risk for these companies. And so most of my friends got uh, a job on their first, second, or third interview. And I... I went to 50 interviews, like I kept a little tick chart. So I have this stat and I went to 50 interviews and got no job. Not one person called me back. No one said, Hey, here's a point to improve. Just I had no jobs. And then eventually I was, I was talking to my folks and I told them the situation and my mom called a family friend and, and this guy, he hired me, uh, at his accounting firm, uh, totally out of pity and sympathy. And so I was never able to get a job the proper way like everybody else. And I had to do some, you know, you know, when you, you know, you're wrong, but you don't know how or why you're wrong. That, that's where <laughs> I was at. And I mean, imagine I'm 19 years old. Everyone's like, oh yeah, like I had this sweet job, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like embarrassed to tell my friends that I had to like call my mom and get help. Uh, so now I'm thinking, I'm like, is it, is it the way that I'm speaking? Is it the way uh, that my resume is written? Is it the way that I look? And somehow I kind of beat on to that. And I'm thinking, you know what? I probably could use some help in the, the dress for success department. So when I, when I was finished my co-op term, I went to a store called Harry Rosen. It'd be like, uh, like a Thomas Pink or a Saks in America, right? I, I'm Canadian if, if folks don't realize that. So, uh, I go to the store, Harry Rosen and, uh, I was like, hey, you know what? And I go in my suit, right? And I'm like, hey, what do, you, what do I uh, have to do to get a job here? And these guys are like looking me up and down and they're like, dude, like you don't have a chance of getting a job here. Get out of here, right? And I'll let the cat out of the bag a little bit. I, I was correct. I did look terrible. And what the problem was is at 19 years old, I, I was 145 pounds. I was a beanpole, right? Now, I kept this first suit that that, that individual sold us uh, until I was 25. And when I was 25, I was in the army and I was about 190 pounds. And as you know, the army has a way of putting a lot of muscle on guys. So I put this suit on and at 190 pounds, almost 50 pounds heavier, it was still too big for me. 
So could you imagine a kid in a suit like five times too big for him and he's like already a massive pencil neck? I mean, it just, I looked like a clown. So no matter what I was saying, it just screamed complete incompetence. There was no way for like the caveman brain to not think that this guy was totally out to lunch. So I had, uh, so again, I went to the store and they're like, dude, get the hell out of here. Beat it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, and then I went to Moore's and they also thought that I looked terrible, but they took some sympathy on me there and, uh, and they, they hired me and they explained to me a few things and, and got me another suit and, and squared me away. And what I found, uh, at first I was just so fascinated that I learned a lot of really obvious things about clothing that I didn't know. And it drastically changed the way, uh, people treated me wherever I was, uh, for the better. And what I found is people would come into Moore's and they would be terrified. I'm talking visibly scared and nervous, hands shaking. And, and, and the reason for that is because they were in the same situation that I was where, um, they'd never had a suit before and they weren't from a place where, where that was common. And they thought that, you know, we were going to be very snobby to them, uh, because they need to get their first suit for a job interview, a wedding, a funeral, whatever. And, you know, I would introduce myself, make sure we have a good time, lots of jokes, figure out their needs. And then I would kind of, I kind of sort of made up this like dress for success 101 course that I just took everyone through. So people knew how to match their, their, their shoes with their shirts and had good looks. And then I would, uh, just drill them until they could tie a tie. And I found just teaching guys to tie a tie. I didn't know how was a massive confidence booster for a lot of men. And what that resulted in was, was folks coming back in to tell me, you know, how they'd given a great presentation. They got a date. They, you know, uh, got the job interview or they got the job that they wanted from the interview. And they had all these success stories, but also people would come in and they'd say, Hey, I'm looking for Jeff. My buddy Bob said, Jeff's the man, or my buddy Bob says, Jeff will sort you out. Um, so people were coming in who would probably have been scared except for their buddy went through it and knew that if they came to see me, they'd be in good hands. And for me, that was incredibly emotionally rewarding. And at this time, I didn't necessarily, I hadn't necessarily committed that I was going to be a clothing guy in my own personal business, but I knew that I wanted to have a business that had that transformative effect on people that I was seeing, that when you got people in the right clothing that was suited for them, that people transformed into, you know, what we think of as their best selves. So I, uh, I knew that would be very important to me. After I graduated school, it was 2007 at this time, and you're a military guy as well. So you remember 2007, the Afghanistan campaign was on television an awful lot. So for me, I wasn't someone who necessarily always wanted to join the military, but I felt that young men who were, you know, fit and patriotic had a, a duty to join the military and I felt compelled to. So my plan was to, to join the army for a few years and, and do that thing and then, and then figure out, uh, my own business in that. And I ended up staying a lot longer than I, than I meant to, cause I really enjoyed it. But before I was able to get into the military, I went back to that store, Harry Rosen, that I told you about. And I said, and I came back and I looked a lot better and I seemed a lot sharper. And I said, hey, do you guys remember me? And, and they all did. And they're like, yeah, we remember you. I was like, well, I worked at Moore's for the last year and I'm joining the military, but I'd hope to work here uh, while, while I'm waiting to join up. And they were like, you're in. And that's where I really got a lot of my professional training and learned how to measure and make things custom and, and do all that to a very high level. For me, the whole point was I learned a ton about clothing. I was fascinated by it. 
And I learned that I could kind of transform people for the positive as long as I put them in the right clothing for the right situation. And for me, making sure I had a business that that brought about a positive transformation in people became like something really important to me and a burning desire for me. That was what I was trying to express there. What really kind of jumps out to me about what Jeff was talking about is, number one, he didn't necessarily have this massive passion or inspiration for clothes when he got into the business. I can equate that with podcasting. I knew that I like to talk to people, but I didn't have a passion for broadcasting, for podcasting, for all of this stuff. But as Jeff became great at what he did, his passion bloomed. Like as I became better as a podcaster, my passion bloomed and yours can be the same. So just because you know, you might, might not be like, oh, I've, I've wanted to do this since I was a kid doesn't mean that it's not for you. It means, hey, can I add value in this thing? Let me see if my skills can enhance as I go forward. And maybe I like it, maybe I don't. If I don't, then I shift to something else. If I do, maybe we explore it even more and more and more. So Jeff has some more value bombs that are coming up right after Fire Nation. We thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, my greatest passion outside of business and family is my health, and I know a huge component of getting my body in the best shape possible is what I consume. That's why I've been researching plant-based supplements that will help me not just feel my best, but perform my best. So here's a deal. You already know that I drink Organifi green juice every morning to get my greens in, and now I'm using Organifi's organic plant-based protein too. Organifi's protein uses whole food vitamins and minerals and contains five digestive enzymes that won't cause bloating like other plant-based proteins do. Organifi also adds MCT oils, which are healthy fats to keep you fuller longer and are great for brain health and mental focus. Organifi's protein is smooth, filling, and the vanilla flavor is yummy. It's made with the highest quality ingredients, and all you have to do is add water or almond milk. See for yourself. Visit Organifi.com and save 20% with promo code FIRE. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com promo code FIRE. Ready to create your next presentation or sales deck, but not sure what software to use to help you build it the right way? Enter SlideBean. SlideBean allows you to create stunning, professionally designed presentations in no time flat. We know from firsthand experience. If you head over to today's show notes, you'll find a before and after of our podcast masterclass presentation. The after is built by using SlideBean. SlideBean has a bunch of great features, including being able to act quickly and easily to collaborate with your team in real time. So no matter how many team members are working on the same presentation, everyone is on the same page. And once you're ready to share your presentation, just grab your private URL. No need to worry about downloading and sending large files via email. Best of all, you can create a free account and start designing your presentation today at slidebean.com slash fire. Once you're ready to unlock your presentation, use offer code fire to save 10% off your first purchase. That's slidebean.com slash fire. Slidebean, presentations made simple. Jeff, fast forward now to how this turned into the creation of what you currently have now. One thing that you know about the military is you do a lot of walking all night, and I had a lot of time to uh, think about uh, clothing and where it was going, and, and I often thought that clothing was a, was a bit stagnant. I felt like it just hadn't changed. You know, if you, if you look at where clothing generally is today, it's not much different from the 80s where, you know, a man wanted to wear a polo shirt that had a, a horse or an alligator and he wanted to say, hey, look, I've got this branded shirt that, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't pay too much for, but I paid enough for and I look the same as everybody else. I'm in a uniform. I can't be criticized. But to me, 
we don't live in a time like that now. I think, you know, one of the reasons, for instance, podcasting has taken off so much is because we are all so unique, so different, and we want to express that individuality. And I always wondered why, like, yeah, you could, there's online places you could get custom clothing, but really they just altered the fit. But there was no place where you could just design a shirt that was totally you. And it could be as wild, outlandish, dangerous as you want it to be, or it could be, you know, as classic as you want it mm. to be. So one thing I did learn while I was at Harry Rosen that kind of shocked me is I noticed that all the high-end brands that people are familiar with, a lot of them like Lacoste and Burberry and things like that, I thought all that stuff would be made in like France or England or Scotland or Italy. And I found everything was made in Vietnam. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. And then when I thought it was time for me to start my own business, I, I recommended it to uh, my wife, who is my beautiful business partner and life partner, and she's in, in, it, in it with me 100%. I recommended we go on a vacation to Vietnam. And she was like, wow, that would be really cool. What she didn't know is that I was plotting the seeds of our, <laughs> of our planting the seeds of our empire. And that plotting might have been a Freudian slip there. But so I was, we, we go to Vietnam and I, and I was, she knows I'm very into clothing and everywhere I go, I look at the clothing, but there's, you know, a lot of tailor shops in Vietnam. So I'm going and I'm checking them all out. Okay. If you can imagine this. And, and I mean, everyone there thought I was just the most curious tourist they've ever met in their life. One day I'm at this bus stop in Vietnam, right? And if you can imagine like a Greyhound bus stop in Vietnam, it's like chaos. So there's about 200 people there. And I see this guy, he's about 50 meters away, and he's wearing this shirt. And it was like beautiful and purple and paisley and just striking. So I said, Em, man, we got to go talk to this guy. Are you seeing him? And she's like, oh, yeah. So we went up to this guy. And I just, I gave him the knife hand and I was like, Hey dude, that is the most dangerous shirt I have ever seen in my <laughs> life. Where did you get that? And, and that's what I said to him. And you know what? This guy, he was like me. He was a shirt guy. And he was like, he told me, he was like, there's this one place in Vietnam. It is like, you know, just this special place. He's like, it's very expensive. It's all this stuff, but you know, you can go there and, and, and this, the fabrics they have available are like nothing you've ever seen. And I was like, I need to go to this, this holy Mecca of clothing. And, uh, so we made that the next stop and I went there and I went to a place that was wall to wall fabrics. It's hard to explain what it would even be like. Cause I don't know if there's anything like that in the West. And, and, and basically the fabrics were so dangerous. So out of control, I spoke to these people. I said, you know, we need to have, I have this great idea of allowing people to buy shirts like this but that they get to design themselves. And they said, man, you're crazy, but let's do this. <laughs> and here we are That's talking it. about the world's most dangerous dress shirt. So do all of your dress shirts get created in Vietnam? Yeah, every single one of them. My, uh, the secret sauce uh, to our success is my brother, uh, who's very similar to me, a year younger than me, uh, is a bit of a long hair, don't care, world traveler type. <laughs> and, and he'd lived in Southeast Asia for three years. So when I, I came up with this concept and I explained to them, I called my brother and I was like, James, I've got this amazing idea and it's going to be crazy and, and everyone's going to be into it. And he was like, but the only way for it to work, I think, is for you to go to Vietnam and stay there for uh, at least a few months and, and, and get this off the ground. And he said, well, you know what? Uh, this, is, this is a terrible idea and I don't think it's going to work, <laughs> but I'll do it. 
And that's all we needed. Uh, you need somebody on the ground. I'll tell you. I just look, think back to producing and getting everything ready for the Mastery Journal and the Freedom Journal. I mean, just having boots on the ground in China for this production was absolutely critical every step of the way. And I can see why that's so, so valuable. So, Jeff, fast forward to today. You are rocking and rolling. You have a lot of cool things going on. What is the final call to action that you want our listeners, Fire Nation, to take? What I would say is what I was hoping to share is like a piece of advice for everyone in Fire Nation is something I've learned along the way, which I feel like all the advice that, you know, you get when you're a startup or an entrepreneur, it's all about competition and things like that. And, and I'll say I'm a clothing company and every other business is a clothing company. And I don't even think about the word competition. I say your, your, your biggest key to success is cooperation. If you want to be an entrepreneur in a day, you need to be thinking of cooperation 100% of the time, all the time. And that means whether it's how can you help the people who are supplying you? How can you help the people who are purchasing from you? How can you help JLD have an awesome podcast? What can you, what can you, how can you cooperate with others? And I think that's so much more important than the Sun Tzu art of war stuff that everyone's reading about and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Do you know I what mean, I'm saying? To me, it's all about the mindset of abundance. And that's what you're talking about. I mean, we can have two mindsets, a mindset of scarcity where, you know, somebody's piece of the pie is going to take away from our piece. Like, oh, Jeff sells a shirt. That means I can't sell a shirt. And that's just not the reality of Fire Nation. The reality is we live in this world of abundance. So just embrace it, have that mindset of abundance and help each other. I bring people on all the time that have, you know, quote unquote, competing podcasts because I don't look at them as competing. I look at them as producing great content and I want to share their message with my audience as well. So have that mindset of abundance. It's just the right way to live in this world because you have those two choices. Why not choose that mindset of abundance? And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with JA and JLD today. So keep up the heat. Jeff, why don't you give a call to action on where we can find more about you? Please. Well, I'd like to say uh, anyone who's starting a clothing company or any business, I'm always happy to give advice to. Um, where you can find us in our dangerous shirts is at jeffalpaugh.com. And that is J-E-F-F-A-L-P-A-U-G-H.com. And if you don't mind, I'm going to throw out my phone number too. Because uh, I answer every single email. I've never not answered an email. And I do get a lot. And I answer every single phone call. I'm told my voicemail is fairly entertaining. <laughs> and I'd, I'd encourage you to find out for yourself. My phone number is 780-907-2708. Wow, Fire Nation. I think this is a first on almost 1,700 interviews of somebody giving their personal phone number. So why don't you take advantage, find out Jeff's very unique, interesting, entertaining voice message. I know I'm going to. That's 780-907-2708. And if you want to find Jeff on the interwebs, again, super simple. Just Google the world's most dangerous dress shirts and you'll get right to him. He's the first result on that because he's crushing it for all ways, shapes, and forms. And Jeff... I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. JLD, my pleasure. Thank you so much, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, Fire Nation. Jeff was a little distraught. He didn't get to share his favorite book with you, so let's cut him in right now. JLD, I would tell you and all the brothers of Fire Nation, brothers and sisters of Fire Nation, the book to read is Shoe Dog, which is the autobiography of Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. I think there's a lot of great books on entrepreneurship out there, but this book is... It's the most raw 
pure story. And I, I learn better from stories than textbooks. It's just one man's journey. Uh, and what this book proves is this guy, he's not, he's not a genius. He's not super smart. He's not a super sales guy. He's not super charismatic, but he's doggedly determined. And that one quality is why Nike is a nation state when it started as a guy selling running shoes out of the back of his trunk at high school track meets in a time when running was not cool and trendy like it is today. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Jeff today. And productivity, discipline, and focus are my three greatest strengths, and they can be yours too. Visit themasteryjournal.com. Master all three skills in 100 days. And P.S., use promo code podcast because you're listening and you'll get a nice little discount. It works for the Freedom Journal as well. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking for a protein that uses whole food vitamins and minerals? Organifi's organic plant-based protein tastes great and is made with the highest quality ingredients. And all you have to do is add water or almond milk. See for yourself. Visit Organifi.com and save 20% with promo code FIRE. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Promo code FIRE.